Welcome back, everybody, to episode 12 of the Throwing Bows podcast brought to you by the Coda Sports Gambling Network. I know it's been a while. It really has. It's been a little bit. Um, I was at UFC 268. I ended up getting sick. Uh, it was a, it was a long weekend. My voice wasn't all the way there. It's still it's still not all the way there. Um, if you guys hadn't gotten a chance to go check out my interview on Mount Lockmore podcast with Pace, please go do that. Uh, it was a good time to just be on there and kind of kind of touch on New York City in general um, and a little bit about the fights as well. It was a, it was a great time. Had a great time. I wrote, I wrote an article last week. I don't know if you guys got a chance to go check that out as well. Um, but if you did, made some picks for last weekend. We had UFC Vegas 42. Great event. Bellator 271. Another great event. Um, it was fun. It was it was a fun weekend. We really had some, some underrated fights, and I thought it was a good time. Um, but what I wanted to do today was come on and kind of recap these, these past – three events that I've given out picks for um it's been ugly not gonna lie I I have not been on top of my game and I think we we bounce back this this upcoming weekend uh and I'm excited for that there's some good fights UFC Vegas 43 but yeah I just wanted to kind of go over some of these fights what happened um and I say we just kind of kind of go in order and, and get right into it so yeah UFC 268 Madison Square Garden it was it was unbelievable, guys. Like that's that's the only way I can put it. Every fight delivered. It felt like it was just it was so much fun. Like uh, the the atmosphere was insane. Gagey Chandler was nuts. Every fight was nuts. Um, great people, great time had by all. Um, yeah, if you haven't had a chance to go check out a, a UFC or, or any MMA event live, it's my favorite sport to watch live. The, the atmosphere is just nuts. It's Long. I mean, we got there at 6 p.m. and we left at it was two title fights that went the distance, but we left at 1.45 in the morning, I want to say. And it was so worth it. Like just a ridiculously good time. Um, all my plays for for UFC 268, I gotta be honest. I, I really like I had done, you know, my research and, and everything beforehand, but when it came to plays, I was just throwing everything there was so many I plays on every single fight I had props on what seemed like every single fight um almost all of my prelim plays were in parlays I had some huge parlays I had some crazy props uh, except I took Gian Volante Edmund Shabazi and then Ally Quinta on the prelims and that really really hurt um but yeah I don't know it was I got crushed but but I had an amazing time um, we can kind of go go fight by fight here, I say, and and just kind of touch on some things. Phil Hawes, Chris Curtis. I mean, Phil Hawes was dominating that fight. Chris Curtis knocks him out. It's crazy. Don't did not see that coming. I don't think many people did. Um, the John Allen and Dustin Jacoby fight pretty boring. Uh, that was honestly probably one of the more boring boring fights on the on the card but dustin jacoby did did cash a parlay for us there john volante chris barnett was electric absolutely nuts if you guys haven't seen that knockout please go look up chris barnett knockout i was all over john volante honestly i I felt like volante uh had some value um only at minus one 130 i think i got him at chris barnett is just like he's gonna be a fade going forward 
He's electric. He's so fun to watch. But this dude is going to be a fade going forward. We'll probably get pretty good odds on it, and I'm I'm excited about that. Uh, CJ Vergara, Ode Osborne. A lot of people were taking this inside the distance. I had Ode in a couple parlays. That that's another one, um, kind of like that John Allen, Dustin Jacoby. Not boring, but those are probably the two the two worst fights on the card. Um, yeah, I don't know. It it was it was all right. Ode's a dog. His fight IQ is so low though, and and I'm impressed with the win, but I don't know. Just going forward, I think. I think we're going to to need to see a little bit more from from Ode there. Um, other than that, moving on, Ian Gary took him by knockout, won by knockout. He's he's a beast. He actually ended up sitting right in front of us, like five rows in front of us after after the fights. It was pretty cool. Got to talk to him a little bit. Um, Jordan Williams looked good, man. I mean, I mean, Ian Gary. He was rocked a little bit in that first round, but he ended up coming through at the end of the first round. I think just technically he's going to be a great, great fighter. Um, Alex Pereira, Andreas Michalitis. This is this is what we were talking about. Um, I know I was talking about it on here with Jack, and uh, I was talking about it with the guys on Hind Inside as well. I mean, Alex Pereira looked bad in that first round. The grappling, man, if, if he doesn't catch somebody, the grappling is – He's terrible. His grappling is awful. It's so bad. Um, but obviously flying knee knockout, it was ridiculous. We took him by knockout. He won by knockout. Easy money. Um, moving on, Ally Quinta Bobby Green. That was a that was a tough one. Uh Bobby Green hasn't had a knockout in forever. Ally Quinta doesn't get knocked out and Bobby Green gets a first round knockout. I felt like a lot of people were on, on this as well, going the distance or on Al. And it's just, it's one of those things where it felt like everybody kind of had a bad weekend. Like the, the fights that everybody seemed to be on something, it seemed like the opposite happened. And, and that happens. We have those weekends. The, the past two weekends were actually very, very much like that. Which, you know, I think I need to definitely not buy into the whole, you know, everybody's on it kind of thing as much. Um, You know, I think when I've had my most success is when I make my picks. I tell people what they are. If they match up with others, great. If not, then then it is what it is. Um, But yeah, Al got rocked. Bobby Green looked impressive. I saw um, some people comparing maybe his career resurgence to that of Jorge Masvidal. And we'll see. I think he's definitely got a lot to prove, but it's going to be interesting moving, moving forward at lightweight, seeing what Bobby Green can do. I mean, a lot of people thought he beat Fazeev and it was a close fight. I don't know about that, but you know, a close loss to Fazeev and, a knockout win in the first round over Ally Quinta. We'll see. Uh, Edmund Shabazian versus uh, Nasruddin Imavov. Um, this was, man, I mean, Edmund looked all right in the beginning. And I was like, okay, you know, feeling good. Imavov, the dude is a freak. He, he landed, he got down, got the crucifix going. And man, that fight could have been ended a lot earlier. Um, 
it was it was ugly. Edmund got got crushed. I honestly don't know where Edmund Shabazian goes from here. I, I mean, this is three losses in a row. And like his only three losses of his career are in a row. And they're all to studs, but his confidence, I don't know where it's at, man. I, I don't. And I'm hoping he can uh I'm hoping he can get it back. But I think they gotta give him give him somebody that he can really just starch and get his confidence back. I mean, he's 23. He turns 24 in like two or three days. He's got a lot of, a lot of career left in him. I I just think we need to probably stop rushing him as much. He's a very good prospect still, but, and he could get back to the top at middleweight, but man, we got to give, give him, give him a break, but Mavov, man, I mean, he's 25. The dude's a dog. He lost to Phil Hawes by decision. Um, and Edmund Shabazian, the win looked great. He looked great. He looked better in every aspect, which I didn't expect, which a lot of people didn't expect. I know a lot of people were on Edmund in, in this one as well. Um, I'm excited to see where he goes in the future. Um, moving forward, Justin Gaethje and Michael Chandler opening up the main card absolutely electricity i had gagey by knockout or chandler by decision at like minus 200 and i have no idea how that didn't hit i have no idea how justin gagey didn't finish him in the second round it was nuts but i had given out over one and a half rounds to a couple of my friends so i appreciate the fact that that hit got pretty good odds there um the guys next to us at, at the fights bet gagey by decision at like plus 650 i mean that's a crazy bet and it hit so here we are amazing fight justin gaethje give him the title shot next don't overthink it islam makachev is a very very good fighter let him fight dariush and uh let michael chandler recover obviously first and uh i i don't think his stock really goes down down much at all i think maybe even the the title loser could be a really fun fight for michael chandler Obviously, I know he's been in talks with Connor, all this stuff. We'll see. Neither of these guys' stocks went down. Justin Gagey's went through the roof. Give him the title fight. Don't overthink it. It is what it is. Um, the first leg of the Trevor Whitman parlay cashes. So, yeah. I actually – so, the next fight that we're going to talk about, Shane Burgos with Billy Quarantillo, I, I took that at fight of the night at, like, plus 575, and I thought it was great value unbelievable value um because of the fact that Gaethje Chandler if that ended in a knockout like early which I was kind of hoping it did um Burgos Quarantillo was kind of next up besides Camaro and Colby in my list um for fight of the night and it was it was an absolute heater but the problem is everybody was so emotionally drained from the fight before that we couldn't get excited about it. Uh, Burgos looked awesome. Quarantilla looked tough as hell, as always. That was another fun fight. Uh, Shane Burgos, I think, obviously, we saw him fight Edson and and Josh Emmett before this, but I think he is ready ready for that jump again. Give him a little bit of a, a leaping competition. Very good fighter. Billy Quarantillo, again, another guy I don't think his stock goes down at all. Um, a lot a decision loss to Shane Burgos. I don't think that's anything to be be too ashamed of. Both of these guys are fun prospects at featherweight, and they're always going to create fun fights. 
they're always going to be able to get pay-per-view slots if they want. Um, so, yeah, I mean, banger of a fight. Like, just about every fight on this card. Frankie Edgar, Cheeto Vera, we were on the wrong side of this, but I don't I don't hate it. I mean, we took a good price for Frankie Edgar. I, Frankie Edgar was – he was – winning and I don't want to say winning the fight but we took him at plus 130 and he looked pretty much even money I mean just about what we were saying he he should be at um round one went to Cheeto without a doubt round two I think Frankie won and round three was really close I think Frankie was kind of putting more pressure on um, landing more strikes and then Cheeto Vera unleashes one of the nastiest front kicks I've ever seen. If you see the picture, or if you haven't seen the picture, go look. Go look up Frankie Edgar or Cheeto Vera and look at images on Twitter. It's insanity. It's it's nuts. Um, but yeah, I, I think we weren't necessarily on the wrong side of this. It's another one of those where the fight just didn't go our way. And that's what happens when you bet on fighting. Um it it just happens. We're not too upset about it. I, again, that's another one I would play the Frankie side uh, again. I, I don't feel bad about that, but Frankie's chin is gone. He needs to retire. He's getting knocked out in just brutal ways. We hate to see it. Um, Frankie's not the guy anymore, and, and it sucks. But Cheeto looked great. I'm excited to see where he goes next. I think, like, genuinely, there's a lot of – really good fights out there for Cheeto Vera and I'm excited about it. Like Pedro Cruz or Pedro Cruz, Pedro Munoz and Dominic Cruz fight on UFC 269. Cheeto Vera winner of that fight. Maybe that could be really fun. Um, Jose Aldo and Rob Font fight on December 4th. I think Jose Aldo Cheeto Vera too could be really fun. Uh, Cheeto Vera does not want anything to do with Marab. Marab would take him down and, and hold him there. Um, TJ's hurt. Corey Sandhagen could be fun. I don't know if he would take a fight that low. That would be a, an amazing fight. But we'll see. I think uh, Cheeto Vera's stock went through the roof. I believe, I certainly believe in him a lot more. Um, he's a dog. And I, I listen to him on Helwani. And it's fighting is truly his life. And I think uh, that deserves a, a lot more credit. Moving on to the co-main, though, Rose Nami Yunus, Zhang Wei Li. This was a super fun fight. Great fight. I, controversial scoring. You know, some people may have may have seen it the other way. I know a lot of people at home are seeing it the other way. I know the verdict uh, scores scored it for Zhang Wei Li, actually. Um, Rose Nami Yunus, she looked great. It's, she did what she does in rematches, and that and that's what we said. We said Rose is gonna take this thing, and we'll uh, we'll be all right with it. Zhang Wei Li looked awesome as well. I think honestly, this is one of those fights where yeah, strawweight is great, but I don't know. Carla Esparza maybe next for Rose Namajunas, but Dana said he didn't like the fact that she's holding out. Uh, so Joanna said she would fight her. Marina Rodriguez is up there. I don't know. There's a lot, a lot of fights to make, but I could honestly watch these two fight every four, five, six months for the rest of the strawweight division. I think these are the two best strawweights in the world. And I think we saw that at UFC 268. 
the main event of the evening, though, Kamaru Usman, Colby Covington. This was crazy. I mean, the first two rounds, it was it was all Kamaru Usman. It was all Kamaru Usman. Um, we actually took a lot of weird props on this. I took uh, Kamaru Usman by to win in the f- last minute of round one or first minute of round two. I took to win in the first or last minute of round two. Both of those were at plus twelve hundred. Kamaru knocks him down twice in the in the last minute of round two and doesn't finish him. That would have put us up twelve units. We would have killed it on the day. And then I also had Kamaru by knockout in round three or four at plus six hundred, and he couldn't he couldn't get it done after knocking him down twice. Colby comes back, wins round three, in my opinion, wins round four, in my opinion, looks great. He, he for sure wins round four. Three and five were in the air. I give him three. And round five, very controversial. A lot of people think that he won round five. I don't. I think Kamara won the fight. But a lot of people do. And Colby Covington, again, this is another one of those weird fights where his stock doesn't go down. If anything, it goes up. Everybody thought Kamaru was going to starch him and it looked like he was. So I'm, I'm excited about that. Colby Covington and Jorge Masvidal need to do the ultimate fighter need to Colby said after his fight that Jorge should pull out of this fight and out of his fight with Leon Edwards and that they should fight. And four days later, Corey Mazadal pulls out of the fight with Leon Edwards due to an undisclosed injury. And the news came from Hunter Campbell leads me to believe they're setting up Colby Covington versus Corey Mazadal. I just saw before I started recording. Now Leon Edwards will not get a replacement fight for December 11th. And in fact, they are targeting Leon Edwards, Kamaru Usman too for April or May. Uh, that, that could be a fun fight. Really fun one. Um, I was talking to my buddies before this and they had said one of them brought up a good point. If, if Kamaru tries striking with Leon, it's going to be a really, really fun fight. 170 is nuts right now. I, I mean, Gilbert Burns and Hamzat being targeted. Vicente Luque is kind of left in the dust, but Wonder Boy and Bilal Muhammad fighting uh, December 18th. Michael Chiesa, Sean Brady this weekend. I, I can't wait. 170 is, is absolutely loaded. So UFC 268, great time, great card. One of my favorite cards of all time. Um, But yeah, we're putting it in the past. We got crushed. Um, I think we finished down something like 10 units, which basically wipes out the positive 11 we were the weekend before. Um, Something I want to, I'm going to start doing slash want to start doing is really keeping track, like specific track of the units. So I know, I know how to find where I'm at uh, up to this point, but I will be giving an official kind of count at the beginning and end of, of episodes going forward. Um, just cause I, I definitely want to hold myself more accountable, but yeah, we're still in the positive for the year. Obviously we're still doing fine enough. I'm, you know, excited about where things are going. Uh, I think we got a, a very bright future, I do want to talk about about last weekend as well. Wasn't the best weekend in the world. Um, I I definitely am looking to kind of restructure my betting my betting strategies. 
Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm feeling good, really good overall. Uh, but before we talk about this past weekend, Bellator 271 and UFC Vegas 42, you know I have to tell you guys about Rogue Energy. Throwing Bows is sponsored by Rogue Energy. Rogue Energy is an alternative to the sugary energy drinks that can make you get a boost of energy and crash quickly while also putting a lot of sugar into your body. Rogue Energy comes in four unique product lines to best suit your personal needs. Their low-calorie, no-sugar energy formula is the perfect alternative to sugar-filled energy, canned energy drinks and sodas. Their extreme formula provides the most energy, focus, and sports performance possible. Their hydration line offers focus ingredients without the added caffeine, so you can drink it anytime you're thirsty. Finally, their shake formula is a delicious zero-calorie energy milkshake and the thing that also makes rogue energy unique from other powdered drinks is that it dissolves really well and you're not going to find any chalky textures in their drink with over 10 different flavors to choose from we at the coda sports gambling network definitely recommend rogue energy go to their website www.rogueenergy.com and use the promo code coda k-o-t-a to receive 10 percent off your order again www.rogueenergy.com and use the promo code COTA, K-O-T-A. So yeah, let's get into our picks from this weekend. I want to start with Bellator 271. I just had two plays. Again, I wrote an article, www.codasportscappers.com. Go check it out. Um, You don't have to check out my article. That's in the past, but check out all the cappers articles as always. Um, Bellator 271. Um, I just had two, like I said, two plays, a single and a parlay. Um, we had Aaron Pico by TKO KODQ at plus 175, a one unit. I I felt like it was a stupid line. Like Aaron Pico hits like a truck. Um, he had eight professional wins, six of them by knockout. Gonzalez is a really good opponent, but Pico is minus 325 on the money line, and I thought he really could finish him by knockout and he and he should have he hit him so hard and gonzalez just wouldn't fall and that happens gonzalez's chin is awesome he's tough as hell uh he did not deserve to get knocked out clearly he ate everything uh but aaron pico stock through the roof he looked amazing uh not mad about this at all we actually broke even on bellator because we had a valerie lareda aaron pico and chris cyborg money line parlay um bellator likes to feed these people kind of not the best fighters in the world. Loretta's fight was actually pretty close, um, but we put 1.59 units on that to, to get it back to one. Um, so yeah, broke even Aaron Pico, the best 45 in the world. I don't know if I necessarily believe that, but shout out Faye JT. Uh, the best 45 in the world is Aaron Pico. We believe it. That's all that matters. Um, again, fun Bellator card. I, I didn't want to, to go too heavy into it, but it, it was a fun card. Then we had UFC Vegas 42. Um, I had four single plays and three, no, four parlays, including just like a couple real long shot parlays. Uh, Mark Gikise by decision. I actually had five uh, singles because I took Gikise by decision at even money and by knockout at plus 375. Again, I thought this is one of those things where I thought Gikise could could kind of go take Tiago Alves late in the fight, finish him later. The money line was minus 200. I love the value of knockout. 
uh, plus 375 decision, even money. I thought, you know, that's got a better chance of hitting too. A Jakise gets dropped and choked out in like two minutes. And Tiago Alves is just one of those guys where like it, it, that, that just screwed up so much, you know, uh, uh, not Tiago Alves, Rafael Alves. That's my bad. Um, but yeah, it's, it's one of those things where he hasn't really beat anybody at all. And he comes into this fight and this is what he does. And I'm just like, what, what is, I, I don't know. I don't know. It wasn't, it wasn't the best, wasn't the best pick. I'll admit that. But Rafael Alves, congrats to him. Jikise, weird. I, again, didn't expect him to get finished. That's for sure. Um, I expected him to, to put up a, a much better fight. Moving on, though, Miguel Baeza, money line, minus 140. Baeza, he's 10-1 and one professionally, and his only loss came to uh, Pons. Ponzinibbio, Santiago Ponzinibbio by decision. It's not a bad loss at all. Seven, seven of his 10 wins came by knockout. But K- And he was winning this fight. The leg kicks were nuts. KS Williams just lands one power shot and puts him out. And that's what it felt like all weekend. It felt like we just couldn't couldn't get the break, but that's all right. Um, I honestly was leaning Baeza by knockout two at plus 240. I don't think that would have hit, but, but man, it, it's just hard chaos williams hits hard and that's why and that's why betting this sport is so difficult but that's all right moving on we had joel alvarez by submission at plus 750 we just put a half unit on this it's one of those things where we uh this was kind of a long shot but i like it i really do like it like tiago moises amazing opponent um, his only two losses in the UFC, Benny Darush and Islam Makachev. So I felt like honestly, Tiago Moises could have, should have won this fight maybe, but Joel Alvarez looked amazing. Um, I wasn't sure that he should, <coughs> you'll have to excuse me. I, like I said, my voice still getting back, but yeah, I, when I, uh, when I saw this line, I, I love Joel Alvarez. 16 of his professional MMA wins, 16 of his 18 professional MMA wins by submission. The other two were by knockout though. So maybe I should have seen Alvarez by knockout coming and uh, sprinkled something on that too. Plus 750 was nuts for, I felt like for submission. I don't, again, I would have bet this a hundred times out of a hundred. If Alvarez wins, I I thought submission was, was how he would get it done. Um, But I was wrong. He knocks out Tiago Moises in the first round. He looked amazing. If Joel Alvarez can get this whole weight thing figured out, he's going to be scary at 155, and and I'm excited, excited for that. And then the final single play I had is Max Holloway, Yair Rodriguez. Fight doesn't go the distance at minus 120. I honestly thought Max could, um, could put him out. I thought he could put him out late. Uh Max Holloway was minus 700 money line. It did not look close to that. Yair fought an amazing fight. Both of these guys fought an amazing fight. Unbelievable fight. This fight, between this fight, Gaethje Chandler and Jan Sandhagen two weeks ago, we've been truly blessed uh, in this sport. But Yair looked really, really good. 
this was, like I said, a really, really fun fight. I expected this to get finished. I have no idea how it didn't get finished. These guys were so beat up after the fight. I Max's chin is, it, it just won't go. And it's weird. I, I don't know why it won't go, but it won't go. The dude has been hit so many times, so many times. And, and he just, he's never, the fact that he's never been dropped against who he's fought is absolutely mind blowing. It's, it's nuts. Um, I would assume Max moves on fights Volk again, but we'll see. I know he, he had mentioned Connor as well. All these guys calling out Connor. I think it's a little unnecessary, but I get it. They want their payday. Moving on though. We had just some parlays. G say plus by money line parlay plus plus one fifty seven. Obviously both of those guys lost um, Rothwell, Felicia Spencer, and uh, Max Holloway money line parlay. We lost Ben Rothwell there. I think maybe a little bit of an early stoppage. I don't think Rothwell was gonna necessarily win the fight anyway, but that would have played paid plus one forty three. We lost that. Uh, Julio Arce, Andrew Lee, and Colin Anglin money line parlay at plus fifteen oh three. We lost that as well. That was a dog parlay, and then our um, inside the distance kind of parlay we had felicia spencer inside the distance miguel baeza inside the distance mark chiquise inside the distance and julio arce money line at plus 58.92 that was a huge long shot but obviously we had to give it a go and we lost we lost everything in ufc this weekend one two three four five six seven eight nine oh and nine oh and nine it's terrible it's it's so bad um, it wasn't a ridiculous amount of units. I want to say it was something like eight units, seven units, something like that. Again, I'll have official counts going forward, but yeah, just, just not a good, not a good weekend at all. It felt like we missed everything barely. Um, but that's okay. I feel like a lot of people had a bad weekend and we bounced back. We have a huge, huge, huge opportunity this weekend, there's a lot of really good fights. Um, Terrence McKinney is making his return. I don't know if you guys know about Terrence McKinney, but this dude, this dude, like his last three fights, four fights have gone 16 seconds, 17 seconds, a minute and 12 seconds, and seven seconds. He is the fastest knockout in lightweight history in the UFC uh, in his UFC debut. Um, but Faris ZM is not, you know, he's not someone to really mess with. I don't think like this isn't some scrub that he's been, that he's fought before. You know, he beat Luigi. He beat Jamie Malarkey. He's never been knocked out, submitted a couple times, but in his three losses, he's never been knocked out. So that'll be a fun one to, to look out for. Lupi Godinez is making her third appearance in, such a ridiculous short amount of time. Uh, she fought on October 9th, October 16th, and now she's fighting again November 20th. Kind of crazy there. Um, other than that, on the main card, Adrian Giannis, Davy Grant should be a banger. Joanne Wood, Talia Santos should be a fun fight. Michael Chiesa, Sean Brady is going to be electric. I'm most excited for that. I think that's the people's main event. And then Misha Tate, Ketlin Vieira in the main event. 
before we get a week off and then a week off for Thanksgiving. And then uh, we're right back with uh, Rob Font, Jose Aldo. So again, I'm going to be much more tactical with my plays going forward. I, I think I've, I've got a much better strategy going forward. We'll have picks coming out tomorrow as well. Uh, yeah, probably, probably tomorrow. Episode will probably drop tomorrow as well. So be on the lookout for those. I'm excited. I think uh, we got some big things coming. Uh, again, check me out on Twitter at Von Fluchoke. You can check out the uh, podcast page at Throne underscore Bose. Most importantly, check out at Coda Cappers. Check out all the cappers. Everybody getting tagged. Everybody getting retweeted. We got a new capper on board. Shout out PG. Shout out Potato Gobbler, man. I'm, you know, love this dude. I was so juiced when I found out this past weekend that he that he was getting on board. Check out the website, codasportscappers.com. Great articles being written by by all of the cappers. Let's get back on the winning streak, man. I I think this is the week. Again, UFC Vegas 43. I'm excited. Um, I can't wait. I think this will be a real opportunity for us to, to get our swagger back a little bit going forward. We get a break then, get some extra time to break down some fights. And uh, I think we're going to gonna be in much better shape going forward. Again, going to have official trackings of of, uh, of fight number, unit numbers and everything going forward. And uh, yeah, so I will see you guys shortly for picks. And uh, but until then, have a, have a great week. And uh, yeah, I'm excited to come at you guys with some winners. Appreciate it. And we'll talk to you all soon.